Well, Logan, something you just said, um, you look at all these superstars out there and, and they have these huge fan bases of people that just love them and love them, right? But still you find some of them that have all these people that love them and speak good things. You, you still find that they have challenges. And the reason why they have challenges, um, negative thoughts, some of them commit suicide or try to, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a movie star, it's a singer, and so many people love them, and oh, you know, why are they doing that? They're so talented. Well, the, I think the problem is, and, and, and whether it's a movie star or it's you or me, Logan, any of that, it's as simple as surrounding yourselves with three to five people that have your back no matter what. And sometimes it takes a long time to find those people, right? But these... Welcome to Scratch Your Own Itch Podcast. The show about the things we think about, but don't ever talk about. My name's Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. These conversations are about creating a life worth living with a focus on sharing stories about battles in our heads. Topics range from depression, addiction, self-doubt, past traumas, and everyday compulsive thinking. And my hope is that this show will just shed some light on anyone in the dark that feels like they're alone in their daily struggles. Please take note that this show is not meant to be a replacement for a professional diagnosis or professional therapy. I am not a counselor or a therapist. Hey, hey, you, just you. I'm talking to you and only you. I'm happy you're here though, because you're not alone. I'm not alone either. And we're here with each other. And my friend Jamie J is here with me too. When I'm with Jamie, I'm feeling the feels. I'm feeling excited and secure and, and all these things. And I, you know, I don't know, honestly, Jamie is just what I call a true giver. If you went into Webster's Dictionary and looked up giver, you would see Jamie J. Let me ask you a question, though. Have you ever been in a place in your business or in life where you felt stuck? Imagine what it would mean for you to experience a real life again in which you felt a smile that lasted for a while because you knew that you knew exactly what you were going to do with your life and make a business out of it. You know, that exact itch that you've been waiting to scratch, you're finally scratching it. In this interview, you'll hear from my friend Jamie J as he shares vital lessons that he learned from years of, as a hockey player and how he takes these lessons to show you exactly how you can apply them to life and building, growing, and expanding your business. So without further ado, let me introduce you guys to my super friend, Jamie J. Hey, Jamie, how you doing today, man? Hey, Logan. I'm doing awesome, man. Thank you so much for inviting me onto your show. I really, really appreciate it. This is a, pretty exciting for me. Oh, dude, thank you. Uh, guys, I, I reached out to this man and he was so receptible and just made me feel so much less down and depressed and 
I mean, it was like really, really hard to to be sad in life while listening to this guy's message. And also, I've been listening to his podcast. Definitely check out his podcast. He's got a great podcast. Uh, what's your podcast called? It's called Stop Writing the Pine. It's a sports analogy for get off the bench. Get in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. Um yeah, I just had that because I'm just so geeked out about it. I usually talk about all this like cool podcast stuff at the end, but uh, lately I've just been listening to it and really getting into it. So it's definitely made a huge impact in my life. And um, But before we, we uh, get into like all this awesome stuff that you've created, I kind of want to give a sense of who you are as a person and um, also uh, you know, talk about any any stories about times in your life where you're really, really depressed or you had some suicidal thoughts or maybe you're addicted to something. If you don't mind sharing with myself what you went through, I'd love to talk about it more. Sure. And I just want to say to that one person right now that's listening, uh, tune in. There's a lot of people here for you. Um, I am here for you. Um, one of the, and, and thank you again for giving me this platform to share. I'm really, really stoked to share uh, my story um, with you, Logan, and with that one person that's, that's uh, tuning in. Hopefully we can make an impact um, on their life. Yeah. So who am I? I am an entrepreneur and I've been doing this for quite a while and uh, several years. I had my first venture in 2006 that failed miserably in 2008. Um, when the bubble burst, I had a real estate ad agency and it just crumbled and I lost everything. 72 clients in one month. Talk about depressing. Um, but it made me a better person. It taught me to save. It taught me to plan. It taught me to strategize. It taught me a whole bunch of things, which whew, now looking back, I'm glad I went through it actually, because it puts a lot of things that I do now into perspective. Um, at the time, I couldn't believe it. I hated it. Life was terrible. Um, yeah, we totally lost everything. I had a friend and this was in, when I was living in Sacramento, California, I had a friend that lived in Modesto. If anybody is familiar with that part of central California, it's quite a ways. It's a, it's a two hour drive or so. Um, maybe, a, maybe a little bit more, a little bit less depending on traffic, but for the normal person, it's about a two hour drive. I had no money living in my apartment. I had just enough money to pay the rent that month. I was I had no idea I was going to pay the rent the next month. And I used every single penny I had. Literally, I grabbed together change to finish off the payment for my rent. And I didn't have anything. I remember I had a jar of peanut butter that was scraped down to the very bottom. And a boy, I scraped it because that's all I had to eat. Literally. And I mean, I ate... Oh my gosh, I had rice, I had a bag of rice, I had peanut butter, I had, what else did I have? I'm trying to remember, I think I had a, a tub of butter, believe it or not, and I just ate butter because I had no bread to put it on. It was terrible. Oh, it was gross. Um, but I did have a roof over my head and I did have power because my rent included all the power and everything. So I was nice and warm, but I had no food. So I called my good buddy up. He drove all the way up from Modesto, two hours, and gave me two bags of groceries. 
I'm telling you that, I mean, it cost him maybe 50, 60 bucks. I don't know, but it was 50, 60 bucks. I didn't have. And when he brought that there, man, I'm telling you, I was, scooping up. I was, I was like hugging him. I couldn't believe it. I had a, I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I had a ham and cheese sandwich. I, mean, I was just eating like crazy because I was literally starving. And uh, I think I had been without food for about almost two weeks. Um, so it was, it was crazy. I mean, without, you know, actual food. So I've been there and then it wasn't too much longer that I just couldn't make the rent, um, with business failing and stuff like that. And that's the chance you take as an entrepreneur. Um, I didn't have a car. I sold my car. Oh my gosh. It was, it was, that was a dark time, Logan, dark time. Um, but I eventually got back on my feet because I had built relationship with really quality, good people. Um, talk about going dark. Yeah, I, I ended up moving to Las Vegas, and at the at, you know as a an adult, you know I I was been married. I was divorced at this time. I mean, talk about pride. Oh, my pride was just killing me. I lived with one of my best friends, who still to this day is one of my best friends. And he and his wife, his two kids, his two kids called me Uncle Jamie. <laughs> it was amazing. Thank, thankfully, boy, they they took care of me. They they gave me a bed. They they you know they fed me. They did everything they could. I was on a bike, literally riding to turn in applications at at jobs. Um, and it's really hard to show up for an interview, and you're all sweaty because Las Vegas is really hot. And riding my bike with my little backpack and my my you know my my um, my the information that that you need, you know the the paperwork and the oh my gosh, everything that you need to present here with a suit and tie, you know. And I had a black suit, one that my good friend bought for me. I mean, it was crazy. Thankfully, I had that, um, and that was a really dark time. That's when I first. Uh, that was the, that's actually the only time I really pondered suicide, Logan. It was crazy. Um, I just thought, oh my gosh, it can't get any worse. My little brother passed away. Um, my mom was not having a good time. She was going through a divorce. It was, it was a really dark time. And if it wasn't for my relationships with these awesome people who I still know today and I still talk to today, um, that, I wouldn't have made it, I don't think. And that's why I think it's so important. And a lot of people out there think that, um, you know, it's that I, I, if, if they, if they were in my shoes, that, that they were the failure I did, I thought I was a failure. But now that I look back on it, I'm so happy that happened. So many people don't go through that. They have no idea, right? Logan, they have no idea. You think no. that, that, you, that you grow up in a really nice environment. Uh, you have a roof over your head. Um, I saw this amazing video on YouTube and this is what really, this is what, it was awesome. You've probably seen this. It's, it's had like 10 million hits. I don't know. It's, it's just awesome. And there's a coach out there and he says, okay, I'm going to give somebody here. I think it was a hundred bucks or something like that. Whoever wins this race is going to win this, win this hundred bucks. But before I say go, before I say start, I'm going to go through. I'm going to ask you some questions. Each time the answer for you is yes, take a step forward. And I was like, what is going on? He goes, how many kids here? And it was a bunch of teenagers, right? Um, all races, all creeds. It's just a bunch of teenagers. And they were all having fun on the starting line. But then he started asking questions. How many teenagers here have ever 
considered suicide or, and I'm, and I can't recall the questions exactly. So I'm going to make them up, but it's paraphrased sort of from what I remember. So a couple kids, um, uh, step forward. Well, the majority of the kids step forward. There were some that didn't take a step though. How many kids here have, um, have to pay for their own cell bill? Another one step forward. How many kids here have to pay for your own college? Step forward. How many kids here have never had to worry about their next payment for college is taken care of? A lot of kids step forward. And by the end of all these questions, you can kind of see where I'm going, right? By the end, these kids up front are way ahead of some kids that hadn't even taken a step off the main line yet. And you can imagine all of the pressure that was on those kids that hadn't even taken a step off the line. And no wonder kids turn to crime and stuff like that because they keep getting beat down. They keep getting, it's challenging. And I've felt like that before. I, you know, I, I was spoiled when I was growing up and I didn't realize how good I had it until I turned 18. My dad got in trouble. We lost our house and we were living in the back of a suburban. <laughs> so this has happened to me a couple times. Some not my fault, um, but most of my fault. So I really identified with these kids on the back line. And I remember the coach or whomever it was that was leading this group saying, it's pretty safe to say that these kids that have a hundred yard head start on you are probably going to win this money. But that doesn't mean that you can't try your hardest from back there and still end up at the finish line. You may not finish first, but you still end up at the finish line. And to me, that was like, boom, lights went off. I'm like, holy cow, that was, that was me. Like I, I thought, oh, the whole world is down to me. I did, you know, it's terrible. Everything sucks. Everything It's just, it's just a mess. It's why, you know, why can't I ever catch a break? Well, the reason why I can't catch a break or I thought at that time, which led me to that really dark place that Logan, you might be able to identify with is because yeah. I myself was putting all that pressure on me and I wasn't allowing myself to go on my own path, choose my own path. Ever since I've started choosing my own path and learning that failures are not failures on me, failures are actually new opportunities for something new and grander out there. Um, I really had changed my mindset and my thought process. And you will hardly ever, unless it's on the ice and they do something to Sarah, my girlfriend that I play with, and if they do something there, boy, I'll get them. But you will never hear me down talk anybody or, or if I'm in a group and someone starts talking negative, I won't get into that. If it's a politics discussion or if it's, you know, religion or anything, I never get into that. Why? Because I don't want to get into negativity. I haven't watched the news and I can't tell you how many years. I don't watch the news. I think it, to me, it's just too negative. That's, that's my personal opinion. A lot of people out there, they watch the news. I know that. But I choose to consume media or consume uh, information through books or television shows or whatever it is that I want to see or I want to read or I want to learn about that's empowering to me. And I cannot tell you, Logan, what an important aspect of living life in a positive way that right there choosing gives me the power to make the choice of moving forward. I hope, I hope that comes out 
to something that you can kind of understand. Yeah, absolutely. I, I um, know that for me, like I have to really be, and it sounds really uh, like it can be obsessive, but I do kind of have to be obsessive with my information diet. Like, like really set up for myself, uh, like, and ask myself, why am I listening to this? Like, why am I really reading this? Or why do I want to do the thing that I'm doing right now? And if the answer doesn't align up with, I want to be a storyteller and I want people to feel less alone. And I also want to lift people up in their negative thoughts. If none of those things are aligned with what I'm consuming right now, I just don't, I don't engage. And um, sometimes I even, uh, to just be totally authentic with you right now, uh, sometimes like I'll hang out with people and I just, I feel like I'm in a, a bubble by myself because I just don't know who, 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 what to talk about with them anymore because of they want to talk about news or sports and stuff like that. And that just doesn't align with my life and how to lift people up. And um, it's really, really hard, but I think it's just the life that I'm kind of traveling right down now because I've just, my mind just wants to go to, towards negativity all the time. Like, um, Logan, you're not good looking enough. Logan, you're not, you're, you want to make money off of podcasting? Like, you got to be joking, dude. Uh, Logan, you want to, you want to actually like save 10 million people from suicidal thoughts? Like, you got to be joking me, dude. But I believe it so much that I don't really give a shit about what other people do think. And um, sometimes that gets me in trouble. But uh, if you're not going to be with me, then uh, that's fine. That's okay. Like, I need to be okay with that. And I need to know that not everyone is going to want to get, give themselves the ability to get better. Sometimes it takes some real adversity to go through to get themselves better. And like your story, it sounds like you actually changed because of what you did go through. And you probably never, if I'm wrong, you can definitely correct me, but you probably never, ever wanted to just eat out of a peanut jar and a, and a stick of butter for the rest of your life, right? No, I, no way. And you know, Logan, something you just said, um, you look at all these superstars out there and, and they have these huge fan bases of people that just love them and love them. Right. But still you find some of them that have all these people that love them and speak good things. You, you still find that they have challenges. And the reason why they have challenges, um, negative thoughts, some of them commit suicide or try to, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a movie star, it's a singer, and so many people love them, and oh, you know, why are they doing that? They're so talented. Well, the, I think the problem is, and, and, and whether it's a movie star or it's you or me, Logan, any of that, it's as simple as surrounding yourselves with three to five people that have your back no matter what. And sometimes it takes a long time to find those people, right? But these people will do two things. They'll beat you down, right? Speaking like, hey, this is wrong. They're going to tell you the truth because honesty is, is really going to help you out. And it's, again, their opinion. So there's they'll do this in a, in a nice you know, discussion, right? It's not going to be, oh, you suck. You know, it'll be like, hey, have you thought about this, right? Have you thought about some of the outcomes that might have? Now, that is one way of tearing you down. In our mastermind, we call it the carving station, right? Because boy, we'll say, oh, I got this great idea. And everybody will like, dude, have you thought about that and this? And I'm like, ooh, wow. 
No, I didn't. Thank you. And the other aspect of that is that when you are down, they'll be right there. Those are the first people that'll help you up. And that's why I say, and that's, that's what you'll find with these movie stars and singers and artists, whatever they are, that have these huge millions and millions of followers and fans. They don't have that three to five people that they can just, you know, trust. Heck, start off with one or two people. I am lucky enough to say that I have that. And it Dude, took me a long time to realize. That is so amazing. That's the sort of like analogy of I'd rather have four quarters than a hundred pennies. And I love that so much. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I think it's just, it's so vital because yeah, you're right. When I think back about the times that I was happiest in life, it was when I just had that group of people that I could go to. Like when I used to pretend to be a power ranger, I had my friend, Michael Frerichs and Alex to just like go out and play power rangers and pretend we were like, you know, superheroes, you know, and we use our imaginations and like, we didn't care what anyone thought of us. Cause it was just us playing and being who we are and being like, no, 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 no apologies at all. Just, just being who we are. And, and when you can do that and find that group where you can be who you are, but also have that person who tells you, Hey, you're acting like an idiot or you're, your um your business plan isn't so i mean i kind of want to guess i guess go into the, your business and uh what you do because you've already shared so much about who you are and what you've gone through and i really i want to say thank you so much for doing that but um what is it that you think uh allows someone to have a business that isn't just a business that makes money but really creates like impact in other people's lives hey guys i gotta interrupt this real quick to do a call to action, as they call it in the podcasting world. I've got this call to action about, have you ever had a story that you felt like you needed to share? A story that you needed to get off your chest? And you have this imposter syndrome in which you think that it's not good enough to share. But let's be honest, any trauma that you've ever gone through needs to be shared. You deserve for your voice to be heard. So if you ever want your voice to be heard, please let me know. I'd love to help you with a podcast. Maybe writing books just isn't your thing, but a podcast, you're a talker. You know how to talk. Well, back to my interview. Um, as cheesy as this sound, and thank you for that, that's a, that's a great question. As cheesy as this sound, you, got, you have to be passionate about it. If you get into something just for the money, it's going to fail or you're, it's not going to be fulfilling to you. You can use it as a means to the end, meaning using a business as a tool to generate income, to do something that you really want to do, which in essence, I'm kind of doing now. My goal is to leave my business whether I sell it or just manage it from a distance, whatever. My goal in 2020 is to get, get out of this business and sell around the world. And why do I want to sell around the world? Well, I want to sell around the world because I would love traveling. That's going to be fulfilling to me. But I also have an incredible, incredible desire to record our travels, learn about the cultures and the different people and ge geography and trade winds and water and ocean and, and cleaning the ocean. And I want to share that with junior high level people, kids. And the reason why I want to do that specifically for them is I want this to get pumped in. I want our videos pumped into those, to those classrooms. 
I would love to have that be part of the curriculum. Why? Because I think junior high kids, they're so impressionable. And that's when ideas are coming like crazy when you're in junior high. And if you can get an idea like, wow, this is what culture is like, maybe that's something that you want to do. But it also shares or shows them that you can do anything that you really, really want to do. Whether you get a job for a means to an end, you have to be passionate. So for me, building a website, that's what I do right now, right? Build websites. We do branding, stuff like that. We have a podcast company. We do virtual assistance for other people, right? This is not like, woo, yes, we do virtual assistance. Woo, look at that website. It's awesome. My life is complete. It's not that. <laughs> what it is is a means where I can provide incredible value to awesome, awesome people and companies and feel good about it. But I also know that this is helping me achieve that bigger goal, that bigger picture, that bigger dream that I want to do and go after. So I have that in my head. I've written it out. I've literally written out my goals. Believe me when I tell you, they are written out. I've detailed when we're leaving, how much things are going to cost, how much are morning ball fees, where are we going to be at this time of the year? If the weather's bad, where are we going to go there? Like we've mapped it out, right? And the reason we went through that kind of dream goal mapping is because we really want to know, hey, is this doable? Is this achievable? Yes. If you can dream it, do it, right? Just find a way to get there. And so you're living your dream, work back. What do you have to do to get there? And then every time like you get, you know, your vision boards or whatever you want to get out there, right? Whatever it is, that's, that's what brings me my happiness. And the cool thing is a lot of my friends, a lot of the people I work with, they always ask, so are you still planning on going sailing? And I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> you know, so we bring that into the conversation. It's fantastic. I cannot tell you how important it is to find something you truly love, but also find something that you can do that you're good at. You may not be uber passionate about it, but something that you're good at, you can have a certain amount of passion and find a way to make it so that you're impacting someone else in a very positive manner. And a lot of people think that working in business, doing a website for a company or doing something like that is not really impacting a person. You're dead wrong. I guarantee you any work, any service, any product that you do, there's human interaction to some degree. And if you can provide unbelievable customer service and be there to answer questions in the thick and thin of it, also when it's doing well, you're going to find so much more respect and chances are you're going to come back with that person later on in life and something's going to click. You're going to do something else. So I think it's really important. I, and I hope that kind of helps. I know you asked me what I did, but the real reason I'm doing what I'm doing is, is so that I can really help others out. And doggone it, I'm being selfish because it makes me flip and feel awesome when someone else says, oh my gosh, thank you. Logan, you made my entire year by, by what you shared with me. And I cannot thank you enough. And it, it, that's why I'm doing your show because I, I just love being able to connect with people, connect them with other people and really, really help them achieve what it is that they want to achieve. Oh, dude, thank you. Thank you so much. Ah, but it, how, what I, what I got to point out is how specific you need to be 
like it sounds like you really wrote down like specific goals of where you want to be in a certain amount of time and how much you want to make. What is something that like someone right now is like, maybe they do want to make a business out of, let's just say it's, I want to say it's storytelling. It is storytelling and they want to use podcasting as a vehicle. What is something that they could write down today like as a as goals so they can start actually doing the podcasting but actually start making viable income from that podcast or maybe viable income from a YouTube channel or something like that? So I will have to tell you, it will be challenging to actually – make income from a podcast unless you already have a following or because it takes time, right? I didn't do, I didn't, I didn't make a penny off of my podcast, but what I did do was I networked with people. I met people that I interviewed. I worked with them and that's, I would probably say 60, 65% of my business comes from the connections I've made from my podcast. So I call that indirect monetization. If you're looking for direct monetization through the podcast, um, that's going to be very challenging. Now, you'll see some people will come out there and they already have a huge following. Those people, they'll make money right away. They'll get paid to do that. Um, and everybody wants that with podcasting. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people want that. So what I say is to do the podcast around what makes you happy, what makes you tick, right? And from that find a platform or some way of being able to monetize the relationships that you build around the podcast. Podcasts are extremely important. And I think one of the biggest things in doing any product or service, any way you were thinking about making money, you have to generate content. There's so much noise out there today. What is going to separate you? Well, you have to have a clear vision and mission. You have to know what that brand mantra is, meaning who are you? What do you do? Who are you helping and how are you helping them? If you have that clear message down, you can do a plethora of things, whether it's building websites, maybe you do a course, maybe you're helping people um, with video games, you know, hey, this is how you do this or, you know, whatever it is, whatever it is that you want to do to monetize it, use and leverage your podcast as a vehicle to take them to a course, a website, a building company, a branding company, a storytelling company. Um, if you want to help people learn how to tell better stories, maybe you want to start speaking, right? This podcast is an unbelievable um, vehicle to get there. Here's the, here's the thing on podcasting too, and, and you can interrupt me anytime if I'm going too long, but if, if, if you go to a podcast, you have all your calls to action that you can share with these people. And think about it this way. 75% of people don't pass the first 25 episodes. This is called pod fade, right? They get all excited about a podcast and then they get into it and then they don't even make it to episode 25. 75% of the people, that's a lot. Of that, 70% of all podcasts, and this is according to, I think it's, I think it's Rob Walsh, or it might be Interview Valet. It might be Tom Schwab and um, Dan Moyle. They did a study on this. And so I think it's 70% um, of people that have podcasts have 250 downloads a month or less. That's staggering. That means 30% of people have a little bit more or a lot, right? So if you're getting 300 downloads a month 
and you look at yourself and you're saying, oh my gosh, I'm only getting 300 downloads a month. This is terrible. Well, think of it this way. Think of you going and speaking in front of 300 people. How would that impact you? That'd be huge. Yeah. Be huge. Yeah. So, so basically what I'm trying to say is take the little victories. If one person, if you can affect one person with your podcast, how is that going to make you feel? Just one person, let alone 300 or 10,000 or a million. One person. Because of what you do or say or help them, you get to help them live a better life or do something or prevent them from doing harm to themselves, right? Just one thing. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you what an incredible feeling it is. And that happens to me again and again. And the reason why I believe is because I know where I want to go. I know that I have to use this current vehicle that I'm riding in right now as a means to an end because I really want to be giving back and I want to be in a position. Here's the other thing. It's okay to be selfish. Totally cool to be selfish. And if you're getting negative feedback out there, get rid of that. Get out of there, right? Align yourself with more positivity, whether it's a cool Facebook group or whatever. So get away from all that negative, negative feedback. I just, I, I, oh man, I just, boy, I wish I could come through the screen right now and just tell people, just, just do it. Just have fun with doing what you want to do. If it's, you know, like I, a lot of us, um, for me, oh my gosh, if, for, if I wanted to go speak in front of people, oh, I would be freaked the F out. <laughs> I tell you what, man. I, oh man, I'll talk in front of this microphone to a blank screen and see our little, you know, <laughs> ringer account going there. I'm cool with that. But boy, you put me in front of people, yikes, I like lock up or I freeze up. And it's it's a big challenge. But there's there's other people out there. Maybe you don't like to talk to people, but you'll hop on a video game and you'll be chatting with them, right? <laughs> like, oh, go look around the corner or do this or whatever. Well, Take advantage of that, you know, start recording that stuff, start explaining things, start talking with other people that are doing the same thing. And that's how you monetize and leverage cool relationships and bring that through a podcast. So you could have a podcast, a gaming tutorial, you know, whatever. I'm just using this as an example, by the way, Logan. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, play yeah. video games, but I'm just saying anything that you can do, you can leverage that. Now all of a sudden you have a course. Or now all of a sudden you have a blog and then you can start selling affiliate products, right? There's tons of stuff you can do. Hey guys, I really hope you're enjoying the conversation that I'm having so far with my guest today. I'd really like to offer you guys an opportunity. Well, more so actually an act of kindness. I would love if you guys took some time just to scroll down in the review section and write a review on what you think about the podcast and if it's affecting your life at all. If it is, that'd be awesome to just leave a review and I would love to take my favorite review and send you a gift. Send you a gift out of kindness. Something that's going to scratch your own itch, of course. And if it does, well, maybe you can also support the show by sharing it with someone as well. So with that being said, 
You guys are enough, and you matter. Back to the show. Yeah, and that's the hardest part is is there's so many things to do that people, I think, they have this, and I'm asking this because I'm just really curious about this. They have this vision of what they want to do and who they want to be and how much money they want to make. But then when they start getting into it, they lose that vision and they sort of like lose their footing. And do you think there's anything that contributes to your success in not losing your vision, but to keep going through the, the hard times? Um, yeah, I basically, you, you nailed it earlier. And a lot of people say this, but they don't practice it. I practice it. And I just basically ask myself, hey, is this really in line with where I want to go? And will this help me achieve my goals by the time I want to achieve them? And to tell you the truth, one of my main companies, I'm literally winding down. I'm completely pivoting off of what I've been doing for four years. Why? Because it's not aligning with my vision. And it's okay to change your vision. That vision should change from time to time. But the overall aspect of where you're looking and what you want to be doing, that shouldn't change much because that's you. That's what you want to do. So I would say don't be afraid to pivot, but also get started. Hop out there. Um, my girlfriend and I are starting a podcast and we wanted to we wanted to start it, but we didn't really know what to talk about. So we've just been starting to do a couple videos together. And we're finding out what we like talking about and and you know what's fun for us. And what we found is like we went to the recycling center today. We just took a little Facebook Live and we just talked about it. And then we thought about that after we were done with that. We went, Man, we have some cool ideas. Maybe we can maybe we can do in an episode, we can do the importance of recycling and the impact that that has on the environment and earth. Does that align with my vision when I want to go around and check the, the oceans and the waters and share that with the junior high school students? Heck yeah. So why not do something like that? That is amazing. The, the best part about it that I have to point out is you guys just went out and you started not even going out with, I'm going to create content. Like so many people I think have this idea of like, I'm going to create content. I'm going to create. No, you just like took documentation of what you were doing with your girlfriend. And then you guys later watched it together, reflected upon it. And that was sort of taking action. I think what scares so many people is this idea of so many people, if, if you're in that space of trying to get better, they tell you, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that to grow. But sometimes you just need to just, write down and record some stuff and that is enough like i think everyone has something inside themselves right now whether if they're five years old 10 years old 15 years old 28 years old i'm not talking to the person that's five right now but i'm talking to you that's like 20 years old right now that wants to not go to college and just waste their time in a field where they don't think they'll actually change anybody's life but I'm talking that one person that wants to change so many people's lives that wants to stand in front of thousands and tell their story because they feel like their story um has some really deep darkness in it and the only way that they'll continue to keep on going is by telling their story and if that at all impacts you please 
don't stop, but keep going. Just record it every day. And even if it seems like it's repeating the steps by recording it, that is the best because I think repetition leads to mastery and mastery leads to impact and impact leads to a good, happy life that's worth living. Um, thank you so much uh, for uh, talking about that. Uh, Jamie, yeah, I really appreciate that. I do want to kind of ask you a, a few questions, if you don't mind, about sure. that I call it like the sort of like scratching the surface, sort of like end off questions. And um, also before I even go to that, just thank you for being you. Dude, oh, you're welcome. And thank you, man. Yeah, let's let's do it. Ask me away. Ask All questions. right. Okay. Uh, what is the worst habit that you're trying to break right now? <sighs> That's kind of cheesy, doggone it, but dang biting my nails. I can't, I did good for a while and <laughs> I, I, know it's, I know it's cheesy, but gosh, I cannot stop biting my flipping nails. Uh, it's okay. You know what? That probably made somebody feel a little bit less alone because <laughs> it sucks when you're trying to get over a nail biting habit. Uh, it's <laughs> no, it really, and then like your your nails bleed and it hurts and you can't even pick up stuff right anymore. And you wanted to write your goals down and then you can't even write down your goals because your cuticles are all bloody. <laughs> oh lord, good yeah, good way to draw the line I'm there. Just, yeah. Oh. I get it. I get it. I get it. I got hand, painful hands too. Um, <laughs> if you could sit down anybody that's living or dead right now in a chair and you could ask them one question, what question would you ask them and why? If I could, uh, I would talk to my brother for sure. Um, my best friend in the entire world. And uh, I would ask him, uh, if he could please forgive me. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'd ask him. Sorry, just taking a moment. Uh, thank you. Yeah, that's uh, that's huge. That's really yeah. huge. I, I hope you guys all. Um, I hope you right now that's listening realizes that that is so huge um to just look back at that one person in your life right now and uh if you've lost them and you can bring them back um know that you can still have a relationship though with them right now even though they're gone so heck yeah 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 oh, man um okay uh the next question i would love to ask you is what is that one thing that you keep thinking about in your day that you just wish you did not think about? Oh, uh, that would be debt. That that is dang stupid debt, man. That uh, I gotta tell you that it feels it's just negative, right? So, and you think about it every day, and how do I get this down? And oh, is this gonna help me out if I do this? And oh. Um, all the other stuff is is stuff that uh, I usually keep a pretty positive outlook. That every time that it, it all creeps into my head. And the reason why, though, I have to clarify is I keep my debt right in front of me um, as a constant reminder that I need to take care of that. So um, that's it's it keeps me it keeps me motivated for sure. Yeah, I mean, 
Uh, unfortunately, sometimes that has to be the sort of uh, flame to the yeah to the to the butt, and to just keep on running. Otherwise, if you don't feel the heat, you won't move. Oh god! Exactly. Oh god! Um, I don't love this question because so many podcasts out there do it, but I don't care. I love this question. Um, actually, just because my mind does think in quotes. What is your favorite quote? Oh, that is easy. Wayne Gretzky, you miss you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Oh yeah, that is so true. If you guys haven't really noticed, um, Jamie J is a little bit of a hockey fan. Just kind a of a bit of a nut. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I've realized that while well, I've been on this journey of making this podcast called Scratch Your Own Itch, that I think having curiosity and scratching your own itch is the Durano to depression. And when you keep on doing it, like if Jamie didn't think about what it would be like every day to be a professional hockey player, even though he's currently not, but he's still scratching his own itch of being curious to learning new things about hockey, to talking with his friends about hockey, to, to taking two things that he loves, hockey and also podcasting and storytelling and combining them. He is literally exterminating and eradicating any depressive thoughts. I, at least I believe that's just my experience. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Heck yeah. I I think one thing when I'm on the ice, there's no other thoughts except for a smile on my face. And I am just loving every single flipping second of it. It's a great way to uh, keep up the motivation for, you know, all the work that I have to do. Um, don't get me wrong. I enjoy my work, but boy, I tell you what, that time I'm on the ice is amazing. <laughs> Can I just point out real quick though, like you're what, if uh, I'm going to guess you're 38, 39 years old. Yeah. 47. Oh God. Oh God. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. I love Dude, that. <laughs> that is awesome. I, um, so, so straight up though, guys, like, I think so many people are afraid to do things where they're just on a, I hate to use the word amateur level, but they're just doing it because they love it. Like so many people are afraid, I think, to become like even a hockey player anymore because they feel like they've reached age or they feel like, you know, I really like lifting weights, but I'd never be a bodybuilder because I'm just way too old for that. Or they just, or vice versa, where like they think they're way too young to be a motivational speaker, but no, like you're not. You have perspective and you have life experience. So I think anybody that wants to like own who they are, like truly, oh God, I just have to say, like right now I'm owning myself just because you're allowing me right now to own myself and be who I am and and not feel bad about wanting to be professional in an area, but just doing it on an amateur level for now. But knowing that yeah. you, you could certainly get to that professional level one day. Heck yeah. And, and I will never get to the professional level, obviously. Um, you know, that's just a young man's, a young woman's uh, now sport too. Um, but I enjoy it for exercise. I enjoy it for entertainment. I enjoy it for fun. I smile. Uh, Sarah, my girlfriend, she hurt her knee, but she was up in the stands uh, the last time I skated and she said, Jamie, it was so neat watching you play. And I said, what? Why? You know, because we play all the time. She goes, every time you got the puck, you had the biggest smile on your face. And I just thought, wow, that is so cool, you know? So it's, hey. just, it's just fun, man. And that's what it's all about. It's, it's doing something you like. Here's another thing, too, I want to point out really quick, is that yeah. while my hockey buddies are, are my buddies, right? 
they're not my best friends. Like I hang out with them during, you know, the times we play hockey. But other than that, I may go out with them once or twice, three times, four times a year. Really not that much. But it's that environment that I get around that all these other guys, they all work hard. They all have their own families. They all have their own thing going on. But every once in a while you get, you, you get together and you just get that hour or two hours, you know, with a different group of people and that new stimuli, you know, it's a new stimuli. It's a new environment. It's something that's a little bit different from your day to day. That right there, if you can find something like that, whether it's, it, it doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything. If it's, if it's going to a book club, if it's going to, um, you know, a, a meetup event, so if it's going to anything like that, I think if you can do something like that once a week, or it's kind of a different group of people, you don't have to say, wow, you know, I, I, you know, these people aren't my best friends and this is terrible. No, just go there for that experience and say, you know, this is cool. I'm meeting new people. Maybe I do meet a future best friend. I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe I meet a husband or a wife or just a buddy or whatever. But I think if you go in with, with expectations of just going in for the experience and having fun where you don't need to be competitive and that whole professional thing right there, that puts a lot of pressure on people, I think. And so being able to perform at such a high level, it's it's a lot of pressure. That being said... If you can go at it and have fun, sure, there's a little competitiveness in me still. There's a lot, actually, if you talk to Sarah. But but it's just mostly fun. Mostly fun. And that's probably why I don't pay, play in the leagues, because it gets really competitive, right? So I just play during pickups, you know, and we go out for fun skates. I think if 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 you were to look at it like that, or look at life like that, I think that'll really help you at least get started. Thank you so much for sharing that right there, because I do believe 100% wholeheartedly that the reason why oftentimes people don't uh, allow themselves to have fun anymore in something is once a sort of like a dollar sign is attributed to it and they start comparing themselves and they start going like, oh, I'm not as good as so-and-so, all of a sudden that is um, the, uh, instead of the awesome content creation diet that's just the the eliminator diet that's the sort of like i i feel like crap diet i don't want to do anything anymore because everyone's better than me diet and so uh yeah anyway i do want to ask you just two more questions though sure uh and then we'll let you go and the the second to last one is um if you had three minutes jamie to record um anything that you wanted to that your friends your family your loved ones would hear what would you put on those three minutes oh well i'll i'll I'll, i won't say three minutes but i think i would probably go back and uh yeah share with my entire family and 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 probably just share with them you know hey because because during these tough dark times the, the family wasn't there we don't have a very strong family uh which is which is challenging um but i mean that's what i've grown up with um i got my mom who's there for me 110 percent. i'd probably take three minutes just specifically for my mom and my girlfriend and just thank them for everything that they've done through thick and thin and i would yeah i'd probably just do three minutes of just thank yous 
and just appreciation and wow yeah it's it's been challenging and tough and still continues to be at times but boy thank you so much for being there for me that's so so freaking that's beautiful my friend seriously just uh i i guess i'd be thankful right that is kind of oh key. that is so that is so key um gosh we live in such a uh uh country where we're lucky we are so lucky to be able to turn on the faucet and have warm water we're so lucky to have warm air when we walk into a room we're so lucky to just have a heart that pumps every day and so i think yeah that is uh something that i constantly remind myself and when i see myself and i go oh god i ate too much like i just go and say logan you ate too much put a smile on your face dude because you're an abundance man you're in abundance. Mm-hmm. You got you have food on the table. Like and and when you, you have that mindset in life, like and I think the only reason why uh you're allowed to actually get down is when you do have really hard times where you need to change. But um to be thankful for those little things, even though I think will keep you going. Anyways, I do want to ask this one last question, and it yep. is what is an itch that you're excited to scratch? What in is business, it? Yeah, in business and life and, and uh, another passion, something that you've been kind of putting on the back burner, but you're just going to, mm. you're excited. You got you to do it. Well, I did have an itch in business that I wanted to scratch and I've itched it. As of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, I will finish itching it. Um, it has been launching a new new product that I'm getting out there, a new service. And it's been, I've been wanting to get it out, get it out, get it out. And so I'm finally, finally itching that scratch. And so that feels so good because boy, it was itching like crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Jamie, I know a lot of people will, well, not a lot of people, but hopefully at least that one person will listen to this and go, all right, I've got to have more of Jamie J in my life. Where can they find you if that is uh aligning with their wants yeah i invite you guys to come check you can learn more about me you can pretty much google jamie J. I, I i finally unseated the singer jamie J from number one google ranking so i'm stoked. but i will tell you that it's spelled j-a-i-m-e that J-A-Y. is true yeah yes, so it's yes, not, jamie, not just a- like jaime <laughs> exactly Hi, May. Yeah, you, you can you can find, you can Google me and find out, or you can go to Slapshot Studio. You can go to, um, you know, we have a really cool blog on Medium um, that is really neat. And uh, boy, thank you so much to Karen uh, Onahog. She's our writer. She's killing it. And then her sister Christine Onahog is our social media, and they are just a a duo, man. They just kill it. Look, our whole team is awesome, but but those two have really really stepped up. And then, yeah, Slapshot Studio or, or uh, Medium or, uh, geez, Twitter, uh, anywhere you type in Slapshot Studio, you can find me. <laughs> I love it. Jamie, man, thank you so much for being on Scratch Your Own Itch today, man. And I really hope you come out again. Oh, thank you so much, Logan. You are the man. Oh, thanks, dude. I'll see you later. All right, bud. Well, there you have another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with Jamie, Jay, and I. 
oh my gosh, that guy was amazing to talk to. I love his energy. If you guys didn't get pumped up and feeling less down about your life after listening to him, I don't know what's going to do it for you. Uh, He stayed off air with me for another like 10 minutes just talking about all my goals and aspirations and he's just like a true giver so please check him out google him jamie J. um i know it's asking for a lot but if you guys could please if you find this meaningful for you if this is giving you value share it with a friend subscribe and maybe uh just go into your itunes or your stitcher or your android account And leave a review and let me know what you think of the show. That really, 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 really mean a lot to me. I appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Um, But yeah, thank you again. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.